Welcome to the first episode of OMG, You've Got to Watch This. It is a podcast that is about watching the worst movies you can imagine. Movies that are so bad, they're actually good. I would like to first off introduce you to my wonderful co-hosts. First, my lovely wife, Brooke. She's a woman of few words. And my brother, Colby. She stole my intro. God, you should have coordinated, guys. My name is Cliff. Together in stereo. Yes, and this is already going off the rails. <laughs> anyway, the uh, the first movie we are going to talk about in our inaugural episode, this is episode one, is Andy the Talking Hedgehog, which uh, Colby found a picture of it on the well, internet. I think it was on uh, Twitter. Yeah, that would yeah. make sense. Mm-hmm. And we just had to see this. We both paid $4 to see this movie, which means that this movie's probably made a total of roughly $8. Roughly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Amazon took their cut. <laughs> Amazon took their cut. So so that's probably 30%. So, yeah. you know, this movie's made like mm-hmm. $6.50. Do you want to uh, read the description of Andy the Talking Hedgehog? According Colby? to the IMDb, it is, After a girl's wish for all animals to have the ability to speak comes true, local robbers try to capture her talking hedgehog now i just want to say like first off i don't think they are actual local no. robbers i think they're local yeah. landscaping guys <laughs> who just got caught up in a crime yes <laughs> anyway i think they just saw an opportunity i don't think they were planning the crime i think they just like it was there and is stealing a, a hedgehog a crime of, anyway is it what is stealing a hedgehog a crime anyway misdemeanor maybe if you take one from a pet shop that's shoplifting it's you know if you you don't own it it's taking something yes Uh i I gotta think that like stealing a hedgehog is probably like a slap on the wrist let's be honest if you call the police and say like hello my hedgehog's been stolen they're not like rushing over there with lights on (laughs) doing fingerprints (laughs) Um, the high points of this movie are probably that it stars uh, Superman actor Dean Cain and uh, American Pie and Sharknado actress Tara <laughs> Reid. Hey, hey, hey. Would that be the high point? Do not forget mm-hmm. Alone in the Dark. She was in that and was amazing. <laughs> was that based off the Yeah, yeah. Game? She wore glasses in it, so you know she's smart. Oh, you laugh, but sense, I mean, literally, she wears glasses in it because she's a doctor. That's why I wear oh. glasses too. Makes you look smart. <laughs> when Brooke puts in context, I'm immediately like, "Man, just something dumb about you." Today. All of a sudden, anything I say just isn't as important. Exactly. I just don't trust her. Uh, so I think we're just going to actually just start at the top of this movie and uh, and roll. Should through we it explain away. characters first? I mean, give a list of characters. Well, I mean, the the nice thing is, is this movie does exactly yeah. that. Um, in the literally the second scene. So I think this movie is trying to be like, I don't know, a little Pulp Fiction-y where they're showing things slightly out of order. So it actually starts with the, the robbers running away with hedgehog in hand. And then the hedgehog's like, Zip! now wait a minute, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately flashes to the hedgehog and Lily, who is the hedgehog's owner, sitting on the grass. Um Oh, and and no, Lily, no, it, it Lily... explains the family first because he he zips back and yeah. says like, "Let me introduce you to the characters first and then goes <laughs> into every character that you will care about except for about three. 
First of all, I would like to tell you that that impersonation of Andy the Talking Hedgehog was spot on. Like, spot on. I expect every movie we review Colby to have at least picked up the <laughs> impressions of animal. at least one of the characters. <laughs> but the best part about the way they introduce the family, too, is they literally just do oh, zip, yeah. Yeah. zip from family member to family member. Mm-hmm. But then they awkwardly pause on each of them <laughs> and do this weird exposition. But every single character in this entire show is like... Has has like two things. Oh, like literally, I'm, Tina is like she's the older sister. She likes pop music and boys, and I'm like, well, that's a character <laughs> right there. Like her dad, yeah, Kane. She likes uh, a type of music that is very broad and boys. So she's essentially every teenage girl in the entire world. Yeah. Dean Kane, I think, was her dad and a sports agent. He also worked a lot. Worked a lot. And he worked a lot. He worked a lot and, and was a sports agent. He was not home very often. Was not home very often. Mm-hmm. Um so then then the, they introduced the mom whose name is Melly, which is is short for Melissa, but that's not That's true. not a thing. Like it is the I mean like in Oh, well, let me think what the name of the show is. Um, Scandal, I think. Yeah. I, that's what the, the first lady's name is, is Melly. And it's short for Melissa. I don't remember. That's the, I've never heard that before in my entire mm-hmm. life. They started calling her Melly. I'm like, is her, is her full name mm-hmm. Melon? Is, I, it just doesn't make sense. I've never heard the word Melly before as short for Melissa. Like I've heard Lissa, but never Melly. Yeah. Or Mel. Mm-hmm. I've never heard and I guess I could even say it as like a pet yeah. name. Like I could see it like Dean Kane called her yeah. Melly. Like that'd be fine. But the hedgehog Melly. calls her Melly. Maybe, maybe. maybe Andy. Maybe. No, her name's Melly Grant. M e l l i e. So I mean. Okay, so maybe it's just spelled weird because it is M L E Y in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. I, it, it's a real it's thing. Short then. for Smelly. It's <laughs> perfect anyway melly then calls uh calls her in she's got to come outside because she's outside in the backyard playing with her hedgehog lily, who um, is the girl the, the main yeah, girl lily. and lily lily doesn't want to come in no no she does and, oh but she she wants she, she she's upset no no literally she's just like there's no i mean i could get into this movie does everything wrong but there's no like i don't want to come in like i wish i could stay outside with my friends she's just like okay i'll be in there man i wish i could all of my friends could talk (laughs) and that's so that's how it starts is she basically (sighs) just says i wish that my friends could talk and that's when tara reed comes in from a bush um hey Hey, she tells her come to come behind here. the bush, doesn't she? Bush. <laughs> like, and being the good parents that she had, they taught her just to just do whatever a stranger calls you, you go to them. <laughs> this is either the start of Andy the Talking Hedgehog or a horror movie. <laughs> it's just how it goes. So she goes behind the uh, the the bush, and you're right. So she enters the fairy world, enters which the is fairy world. the worst the worst green screen you've ever seen, like ever seen with a very clearly like purchased background that shimmers a lot. And also (laughs) Um, very purchased like um, nature noises. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Crickets, yeah. Lots of crickets. And kind of, kind of whooshy. It's really good. <laughs> um, Tara Reed is wearing a fairy outfit that I'm pretty sure they assembled from the dollar mm-hmm. store. I, what did they, 
was so weird. It did not fit. It did no. It did not fit at all. And it had and weird it, like, like blue yep. gloves. Like the entire yeah, outfit's like fingerless like, ones. Yeah, like the entire outfit's like this kind of pink, shimmery, white, glittery thing. Mm-hmm. And then she's wearing like like blue hobo gloves. I don't even know if they. I mean, they're like the like those sweatshirts or shirts that you can you can wear that have like the thumb Thumbs holes. Cut out, yeah. I mean, there was no like finger anything was it there no i don't know it was it was a super weird outfit Uh um but you're right colby that like she did say that she wanted her friends to talk because initially she's like oh my god that's so easy your friends are all people you're like nine years old they probably already do and she's like no my actual (laughs) friends the animals Mm -hmm. the plants the birds all of my friends which implies that this little girl thinks plants are her friends she just tromped all over the grass. Like oh, I, I want to talk about that because once flowers start talking, it's going to get real weird when you mow that lawn. Yeah. <laughs> just the lawn just screaming. <laughs> Dig up weeds. <laughs> uh, she also, for some reason, pulls out like four or five lines from Frosty the so Snowman for absolutely no reason. That, um, be careful she says be careful what you wish for it's a saying like you better watch out you better not cry you better not talk whatever i'm telling you why she's like that's not a saying that's a christmas song and that's it (laughs) that a writer wrote that (laughs) i are you sure i I like to think that maybe this show wasn't written (laughs) i i feel as though a lot of this show may have been ad-libbed on the spot (laughs) i hope so it explains I a lot hope of this is like, like a John Grisham yeah. novel where he just gave them an outline and was like, "Yeah, no, just do that." Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, hedgehog talks. Uh, there's a magical lady and a science fair. Just work with it. Go. And Dean Kane was like, <laughs> sense. "Okay, how much are you paying me?" <laughs> do that. I want to know more than anything in this world how much Dean Kane got I wanna, paid because either I want to know how much Tara but, Reed got paid because like if there is something <laughs> slightly below phoning it in that is what Tara Reed was doing. Oh yeah, yeah, it was bad. Um, so she she grants her wish and all of a sudden I believe the 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 rhyme was something about everything that croaks and everything that squeaks, squeaks and. I don't know, grass and flowers can <laughs> now magically talk. Yeah. Um, and off she goes with her new frowned friend, Andy, the talking hedgehog. Um, Colby, do you want to do another? Andy? Uh, not right now, because you don't really get him talking yet. Uh, uh, that's true. Going to well, well, first of all, then Gus, Gus, Gus shows is up. Tara Reed's boss, um, because apparently there's a corporate <laughs> structure. I think we should take a step back here too. Tara Reed's credited name in this show is Fairy BFF. Yes. That is literally her name. It's like a fairy godmother, except she's your fairy BFF. Yeah. But Gus gets the yeah. name. Gets name. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this I was going to talk about this later, but does everyone get a fairy BFF? God, well, I hope so. I mean, I assume so. Um, maybe they're just all not grossly yeah. incompetent. It doesn't really make any sense because like there's no like oh hey i just happened to be a fairy that walked past and heard your wish therefore you get it or something like that she's like i'm your fairy bff and that implies i just been hearing this yeah watching that implies you. that maybe there's others and that is actually brought up later which i'll i'll talk about it then but why does she get a fairy bff 
and I, I told Cliff earlier, I'm like, thank God her first wish wasn't like a fight with her mom where she's like, I wish my mom was dead. And Terry was just <laughs> there to be like, oh, yeah, no. Hey, come into the bush. Come into the bush. bush. Come into the bush. <laughs> Luckily, her first wish was just a crazy thing of like, I wish grass could talk. <laughs> All my best friends, grass. The flower. Boy. The flowers. This poor girl. She needs counseling. Um, <laughs> Gus is mad. Gus is real mad because fairy BFFs are not supposed to grant talking animal wishes, I guess. I, they're not, that's one of the yeah, agreements, 34 I believe. 34A1, I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tara Reid didn't read her fairy handbook uh, very closely. She was sick, sick that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so Gus turns her into a frog, like a really badly, like... They must have found a frog on a green screen and then tried to green screen that frog onto grass instead of just finding a frog, frog on grass. The grass. Yeah, it I was bad. <laughs> um, and she doesn't want to be a frog, so she has to figure out a way to fix this. Um, but not like no, immediately. No, he got a little bit. There's not much of a hurry, really. It's it's fine. <laughs> no worries. Um, I mean, because she Tara Reed doesn't come back for a long yeah. time. I mean, like until they're at school in the bathroom. Yeah, that's, from this point on, every time you see Tara Reed, she's in a bathroom, or uh, Lily has to walk into a bathroom to go into the fairyland, as does Andy. Andy meets up with Tara Reed, and every time they go into the bathroom, and according to Tara Reed, that's because girls like to gossip in the bathroom. It makes I, sense. I mean, it just makes sense. <laughs> but also, I, I, mean, I want to point out that it doesn't transport Lily to a fairyland. She's in the bathroom talking to someone who is not there. So it just makes Lily look like she's crazy in a bathroom. Betsy's going to kick the crap out of her someday. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so now she uh, she heads inside yeah. and, and we cut to the the best the best actors in this entire show um now it's extremely generous like we talked about the imdb said that these are are two criminals two out to steal hedgehogs mm -hmm. two robbers correct um no they are two guys that um dean kane apparently has hired to do some lawn maintenance to, to clean their gutters specifically gutters. i don't know why they're badly picking up leaves when we first see them but that that's fine they're you know. incompetent gutter cleaners good point. good point um their their name is uh bubba and roller, roller and bubba roller is not yes, a name mr roller <laughs> yes i um, mean if melly is a name i don't see why mr roller cannot be a name that's a good point um so the best part about roller is roller has this it really has this accent and it kind of fades between like Italian and maybe like Latino. Yeah, like, I think it's like of. a Spanish and an Italian. It's uh, yeah. If the actor that had played him had been either Italian or Spanish, it might've been okay, but he's, he's born in Rhode Island and lives in Detroit. So um, that probably explains his a lot. Italian. Um, uh, accent is just like a half step away from like look at the my pizza uh-huh he uh <laughs> his so his partner is uh is bubba who is kind of like the like i think they're trying to play i mean these guys are really just supposed to be um the the wet well, what's well, their they're, name they're from supposed to be comedic you know kind of they're they're the 
funny parts uh but yeah. they're supposed to be the wet bandits essentially from uh home alone, home alone. they're not and and so you know you've got you've got the straight guy uh you know the straight man and then the you know bubba he's the he's the comedy um but but roller's accent is so bad that he calls bubba booba <laughs> and i'm like that i i mean i don't know anyone who who legitimately has that accent and i don't know anyone named bubba so i can't actually test this out but i'm pretty sure that that accent would not become no. booba I don't know. no don't think so anyway um they are are like you know hijinks are supposed to be ensuing and, and that mostly means that they're picking up leaves and running into each Badly. other um awkwardly badly like it's supposed to be really slapstick but neither of these actors have any comedic training whatsoever there's no slapstick it's it literally just looks like dumb people running into each other with with leaves um but then uh roller realizes that he has a scrap of newspaper in his pocket they're both wearing uh like so you can you know yeah yeah. this is a a mind painting both wearing coveralls except that roller has like a like a hat that you'd wear if maybe you were an engineer on a train train. yeah (laughs) but like in the 20s you know (laughs) so just picture that uh pulls out this like torn out scrap of paper and he's like bubba i forgot booba i forgot about this contest we're going to be rich this contest just wants you to take the funniest video you can possibly imagine and put it on the direct quote is that it's the weirdest thing at home and put it on the internet Mm -hmm. so i guess the local newspaper we're to assume is running um like america's funniest home videos in their local newspaper but they're giving away 10 thousand dollars ten thousand dollars for putting the funniest thing happening at your house on the internet and so immediately roller thinks bubba we could use your secret talent and and (laughs) roller's like or bubba's like well i don't i don't want to use my secret talent he's like why you do it all the time down at the bar doesn't seem very secret (laughs) it's not a very good secret that talent is uh roller breaking out a harmonica and like roller has never held a harmonica in his entire life before (laughs) before this moment because i no one plays harmonica the way he plays it and um bubba just kind of does some dance moves and burps a lot that's that's a secret talent i would say that in this movie there were no second takes like there there was no like okay okay that was a good scene but no one touches a harmonica like that. Let's uh, maybe just kind of pull that back a little bit and we'll shoot again. It was, uh, we only have this house for two days, so cut, print, we're good to go. On every <laughs> the worst part about this, every scene, every single scene, the worst part about this scene is I watched it and then went back and watched it again. And only this morning when Colby and I were discussing this movie, did I realize that his secret talent wasn't, that wasn't like some sort of magical spell they were casting in order to find the funniest thing. Like I watched it. I I really figured that this was literally like, this is how we're going to find the funniest thing that we're going to film is Bubba is going to use his like burp, harmonica <laughs> magic and cast a spell and that's how like, we're going to find this like thing he might have been some sort of human metal detector of <laughs> funny things <laughs> you can put rod. yeah 
but no, that was literally what they were going to be. And I don't understand, like, who was going to film that for them? Because Roller had to play the harmonica. Bubba had to do the dance. I guess, like, maybe you set up your cell phone on. But also, these guys don't know what a cell phone is. They literally have no idea how to film things. It comes up later. So I don't I don't know what their plan was. I also was. enjoyed that their plan was that someone was going to watch that and go, like, Yep, that's it. That is our $10,000 winner. That guy can burp. That guy can play harmonica. No one else can do that. Well, why do we need to look at these other videos? Right? 10 yeah. grand right there, right there. Um, so I guess uh, they – do they then go oh, they, to, to start playing with they the ladder? They go get the ladder. Oh. So this is like a – I, I don't – I think, think like um... – Dick Van Dyke. If Dick Van Dyke had done this scene, it would have been hysterical. And that's, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if I've seen the Three Stooges play with a mm-hmm. ladder, and it's funny. Yeah. These guys were just like, uh-huh. let's pick up a ladder and turn in circles and pretend not to know what a ladder is, and we'll call that comedy. Like, not figure out, like, literally, they, and the ladder scene is five minutes long. Oh. It, and like to put that in, to put that in perspective, this movie's an hour and fifteen minutes long. It's four minutes and fifty nine seconds too long. <laughs> so I mean, literally, I don't, I can't do the math that fast. But like one tenth of this movie is the ladder <laughs> scene, and it's literally two guys not knowing how to put a ladder up and then lean it against a house. It it went on, which forever. sounds as funny as you know you'd think it is. It was, they didn't even like break windows or anything. They didn't break it windows. They didn't, didn't like. I mean, all they needed to do was give someone a ladder and have them hit yeah. the other person with the ladder while trying to that, turn yeah. around. Uh-huh. That's, That's all they needed to do. And then you would just have that scene. But I can only assume also a lot of this movie was, oh wow, this movie is only sixty three minutes long. We need to add something, and so we just <laughs> let you know Booba and Roller play with a, a ladder for five minutes it's bad it's really bad um the thing that brooke actually pointed out while we were watching that scene though is did you notice how much lawn furniture oh, yeah. people had like how much patio <laughs> furniture? they had a full patio set yeah. like one of the big ones like huge outdoor like table six six person table six kind of chairs thing, yeah. and then another patio set next mm-hmm. to it and then some other lawn chairs on the lawn <laughs> like these people literally were set up to have 15 people over sitting on their well, back lawn. If you'll remember from the hedgehog montage, which we'll get to, uh, <laughs> they also talk about how they just had a barbecue. So I can only assume Dean Kane just, you know, is constantly inviting his high powered football friends over for barbecues. Someone also, I'm going to point out like there's that lawn furniture and then nothing else in the backyard. It is no, it's a giant. It's a huge swath yeah. of grass. Yeah. There's no trees. There's no plants. That's what I, I'm there's... like. What are they going to clear out yeah. of these rain no gutters? Plants. There's no trees around the house. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a really good point. Like none at all. And it's like a three story uh-huh. house. Uh-huh. Huh. Interesting. You know, the other thing that didn't occur to me until you said that is I don't think they had a barbecue. I, I didn't see a barbecue, but I, I will also point out that ladder. It was not tall enough to get to the rain gutters. So even if they had figured out how to use a ladder, they still couldn't have cleaned out the rain gutters. They did. They did get it against the house eventually, uh-huh. and it did. It leaned against like the second story window uh-huh. is where. Yeah, but that still wouldn't get you to the gutter. That's, I mean, cause that's how they see that's, Andy. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Tina goes now. Now Tina is is, is uh, she likes boys. She and likes pop and pop music. music. <laughs> 
Do you need to know anything else? She's kind of. She is also a cheerleader. Oh, oh that's she, good point. And, and fasting. She's not. And fasting. Badly. And she's, <laughs> she's constantly looking for chips. <laughs> she's hungry. She oh, Dean Kane is eating all of them. <laughs> so she goes upstairs and uh, and Lily introduces so her. First of all, they. Call? So. She, uh, Lily walks in and it's like, Hey, Andy can talk. And they're like, yeah, no, sure. He can. And she's like, no, Andy talk. And Andy doesn't talk. And so it's like that frog and bugs bunny. Sure. So they go, Except they, they go upstairs and she's like, Andy, why couldn't you talk? He's like, well, I, you can't, uh, you can't, I can't just talk in front of anyone. You have to, you know, allow me to, which is weird. And so she has to let people in on the fact that Andy can talk. Wait, wait. So is Andy a vampire talking hedgehog now? Why? Well, because like you have to invite him in before he can talk. Well, (laughs) so that that brings me to another point is that like there are there are rules to all these things that there's rules to, you know, what wishes can be. And there's rules to like, hey, only certain people can hear me. You have to allow that to which means that at some point Lily's like, you know, I want. Tina to hear it and Tori, Tori, Tori to hear it and Trixie to hear it. And mom and dad also roller and Bubba because <laughs> they can hear him. And so she takes him upstairs and she's like, Hey, upstairs. Tina and like, Trixie come upstairs and you know, I want to show you Andy. And that's when they go upstairs to see Andy. So that wasn't how I interpreted the rule. I interpreted the rule that like it was more like that he needed permission from his pet mom to like talk to strangers um, that, that anybody could hear them speak, but he personally because the other things talk and they didn't get permission. As far as I can tell, according to and I mean I have seen this three times. Uh, <laughs> You've never listened to more than I have. As far as I can tell, it was that he had to almost be given permission to allow other people to hear him because it also (laughs) mentions that like, uh, I can't remember in what part of the movie, uh, Andy says that like, that, uh, you know, Oh no, that she allowed, sorry. No, Andy says that he tells the mom, I think that like, Oh no, you know, uh, Lily allowed me to be able to talk to people like you. And she's like, like me, she's like, yeah, like grownups. And so I don't know if that means that she just allowed, like, hey, everyone can hear it. Blanket. Yeah. A blanket grown-up kind of, yeah. I think the real question is how many things can talk? Because it was like... Everything that, I mean, literally, that is not an inanimate object can talk. Flowers can talk. Birds. Things that squeak. So everything except a dog, which, again, we'll get into when we get to the hedgehog montage. Because the cat can talk, we've we've kind of skipped over um, the cat a little bit. Have we? Because it, the cat was there at the first. So the family Dean Kane specifically <clears throat> also owns a horrifying sphinx cat. So if you don't know what a sphinx cat is, it's one of those um, like hairless Egyptian yeah. cats. Um, it's hideous, absolutely hideous. Um, I'm going to pause right now and and. Colby's not going to actually play it, but he he recorded the noise you hear the first time the Sphinx cat is presented on the screen, and it sounds like this. 
Now, if that didn't terrify you, um, <laughs> like it literally hunts my dreams. My my favorite thing is is that the mom says like, "Why does he always hiss at me?" And I'm like, "That's not a hiss. That's a meow. I mean, it's a bad meow." <laughs> but then, like a little bit later, the cat actually does hiss, and I'm like, "Well, why didn't they just use that? You know, essentially stock, you know, whatever." Because the cat didn't make that noise. The noises the cats make. Is are always hideous and they're obviously always 80 yard. Like you can literally, they'll be showing the cat, first of all, is always, almost always like above their cabinets. They had that cat which for I three do. hours. I guarantee that. They're like, we need to film this cat and just get like, here he is in one room, here he is in the other room. Quick, get him back to the catadashery the sphinx rescue place <laughs> yes that's what it's called literally they're listed in the credits it's like the sphinx cat you know special home for so, sphinx cats so or something. i looked I don't into know. that just as a side and when you put it into google when you put in the first two words of that business the first thing that uh pops up in like you know like when google tries to like predict it yeah. is criticisms <laughs> <laughs> but the hedgehog is also just from an exotic animal place and you can tell every time anyone picks up that hedgehog Boy, all the hedgehog wants to do is get down he's squirming you can see them like holding it like their fingers up against its <laughs> neck like just hold still you dumb hedgehog i wonder it's, how many people got bitten <laughs> right they're mean little critters mm-hmm. um but anyway he has this this cat um it i, I almost want to say that it was like I mean, like, the way they say it is almost like it was, like, Dean Cain pet before they yeah. were married. But, like, they've got a kid in high school. So, well, maybe it's a, just a really well, old that's cat. that's the thing is, so. is, Dean Cain in this movie is supposed to be, like, 50. And so, yeah. he got that cat when he was 30 and not married? Like, 30? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's It doesn't make any sense. But everyone needs to know about the cat because the cat can also talk. It's a very important thing to, <laughs> well, to I don't realize. want to get too far ahead of myself, but the cat becomes the leader of a gang. <laughs> it makes sense. He's smarter than Roller, Colby. <laughs> All right. So um, we go back inside. Uh, Lily shows the, the talking hedgehog to her sister, no, Tori. Tina. Uh, I'm sorry, Tina. Tina. All these people, all of her sister's friends, all have names that start with T, and they're all I'm just gonna, like I'm going to throw out that I've got a little bit of a conspiracy. All three of those are actually Please. her sisters. Ooh, because of something that the mom be. says, again, I'll get into it. But it's, yeah, it's <laughs> Tina, Tori, and Trixie. So it's... Yeah, so, so no, Trixie just shows up, right? She just yeah, comes yeah. over. She's the dumb one. And they, they point yeah, that so out. She's throughout the movie? A lot. That poor girl, like, yeah. That, she but friends I, with all these people. They're constantly just like, you're an idiot, Trixie. Truly, you're sick together, Cole. Sister is no, not no, nice. that's her best friend, and she's constantly like, shut up, Trixie, you're an idiot. I mean, in her defense, Trixie <laughs> is no, kind of but, an idiot. Um, I, I, would, I would posit, though, that outside of Dean Kane, Trixie is the best actress in this entire movie. I think so. Like, yeah. she legit mm-hmm. is a pretty good actress. And, like, she seems like a dumb cheerleader, which, hey, that's, that's good enough. Um, but then they call over Tori, the head cheerleader. <laughs> um, because, like, we don't know what to do. So we'll call Tori, she's the head a, cheerleader. She's a person in power. She's... <laughs> it makes sense. Wait, actively Tori... trying to have sex with Dean Kane. 
I believe I so. so yeah. She's she, over that she, family. I'm not wrong in this. Am I? <laughs> okay. no, He's not very pretty. Oh, no, no. He's uh, a fox. <laughs> fox. Yeah, well. So she pulls up in an incredibly old person but very late model Buick <laughs> um, which is like the least cheerleadery car I can even possibly imagine. Had, Come on. <laughs> but I mean like the way they show it like I mean this movie is filmed in Michigan and the reason I can tell you that is because the house they're filming it in has an address marker with the complete address yeah. of the house. It's not just like you know like literally I can tell you the address of this house is 54140 Deer Ridge Court and it's not because they just had like 54140 on the side of their house and I guessed it. It's because it takes up literally the entire entranceway. It's got to be what three and a half feet long mm-hmm. with their entire address. It, you could see it from the road. It's insanity. Um, so anyways, it's filmed in Rochester Hills, um, and they pull up in a Buick and like, if I thought that maybe somebody somewhere was like, dude, do you think Buick would give us $200 (laughs) if we like featured their car rolling in front of this house? I would say, yeah, that makes total sense. It looks, it's like the worst product placement I've ever seen. If they didn't get money for that, they got ripped off. They did not Um, get any product placement for this. Holy cow, that is a nice house. It's a really nice house. That house is $650,000. Zillow estimates $678. Oh, $678. In in Michigan, that is a nice house. It's a real nice house. It only has four bedrooms. It's It's 3,700 square feet, though. Yeah, it's big. It's really big. I we actually Zillow also thinks it's a condo, so take that with a bunch of help. Brooke and I used to live about... Probably yeah. three miles from where that house is. Yeah. Um, and it's a pretty ritzy area I of mean, the suburbs before of Detroit. Before this movie so. was shot in there, it was worth 700000 <laughs> See, and I figured it would be like a, a listing, you know, like, you know, that the house that X was filmed and goes up for sale. They're like, it's outlandish. They're like, yes, but Andy the Talking I'm Hedgehog sorry, was filmed there. Has Dean like, Kane eaten in your living room? <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, Tori, the head cheerleader, comes over. Uh, Dean Kane is leaving for work as uh, as she comes in, and she uh, she spends a, a very large amount of time, very very carefully, checking out his ass, and mm-hmm. then says, "Like, mm, what a fox." <laughs> it's pretty as, creepy. As a woman, Brooke, do you look at Dean Kane and go, "Like, yeah, <laughs> buddy"? I mean, he's not like bad looking, really. but like. When when he was on on um, not Superman, what was it called? What was it called? Superman. Oh yeah, it was Lois and Lois and Clark. Lois yeah. and Clark. Yeah, yeah no, I, he Lois was good. Looking, but I mean, like like after yeah. the famed explorers. No, that's Lois and Clark. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, I suppose <laughs> that is actually their name. So I mean, I mean that was a long time ago. I mean, but yeah, uh, I can, so did you? Uh, find but I, I can see like Dean Cain. That was like why thirty. But this is Dean Kane at literally 52. Yeah. So here's a question. Did you find him more attractive in Lois? Now I'm in, a, in Lewis and Clark or, <laughs> or when he was on. Um, uns, no, it wasn't Unsolved Ripley's Mysteries. It was. Uh, please believe it or not. Um, I didn't really watch oh, that I did. show. Oh, so. that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch it for I Dean Kane? I watched Kane? it because mm-hmm. they pulled tumors that had teeth and hair oh, in them. I mean. I was a boy. <laughs> Let's see, I mean, he was on, he was on, uh, Lois and Clark was on, 
It was the yeah. new adventures of Superman in 1993. Oh, wow. oh yeah. So, so it was like 30 years ago. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, so, I mean, that was, that would have, he would have been right about the age. I mean, the, I so this actually all makes sense. Actually, yeah. Brooke was as old as that cheerleader is. And she's yeah. like, mm, Dean <laughs> Cain. Like, like I said, like, Summer, Summer Dean Cain was the same age as he is she now. Looks at Dean Cain uh, at 53, like Brooke looked at Dean Cain at 23. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the, the other question is, is do you think that there is, I mean, let's assume these girls are in high school. So she's like yeah. 17, 18. Let's see. She's probably a senior, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think there is a 17, 18 year old today who goes like, what a Fox? Like, I don't think that's a word that teenagers well, that's use. No, I'm by like a 65 year old man. <laughs> I spend a lot of time with kids and I, I, although, you know, they've got that shirt that has the little Fox guy on it that, you know, it's eyeglasses yeah. that all the kids wear. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm not really hip with the, the kids I know people that have like what the Fox shirts. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. I'm, maybe, maybe Foxes are more trendy I mean, than I realize. This movie also <laughs> references Mean Girls as if that isn't like a decade year old reference. I think it's more like a 20 year old yeah, that's a good point. at this point. <laughs> Lisa Lohan hadn't gone that's off the rails point. at that point. Yeah. So they bring Tori over and Tori for a head cheerleader is kind of stringy looking. I'll be honest. Mm. Like, like Tori looks like she needs to wash her hair. She doesn't even get credited on the IMDb. No, a lot of people didn't get credited on the IMDb. I'm guessing that's Some by choice. Probably like, please take my name. Tori <laughs> walks in and talks to the mom like, I'm going to replace you, bitch. Like, you better watch yourself because me and DC, we're going to be banging later. Is, is she also fasting? I assume so. Because, like, and, and she does that, like, several times that, like, you know, like, really is, like, I don't know, kind of catty towards the mom. And then the way she's looking at yeah. Dean Kane, I'm like, this is weird. Mm -hmm. uh tori tori has i guess plans uh she's the smart one um but not much of one you don't you don't really get much they just are, are mostly kind of intrigued by the fact that there's a, a talking hedgehog is, is this where is this where uh, so now they're talking and this is where bubba and roller finally figure out how a ladder works no, no, they, yeah uh, they, they actually had figured that out beforehand that's before tori gets there yeah um, but sure. yeah, that, I, I guess we did skip that. Timelines in this movie are pretty irrelevant. Let's be honest. They, they, they put up the ladder and hear Andy talking, and all of a sudden are like through a closed yeah. window. I'd like to point that. Out. So the, yeah. the hedgehog's mouth does not move when he talks um, because, and I, I will quote um, when she asks, because literally Lily's like, "Hey, your mouth's not moving. That's weird." And he says, "A lot of people's lips move, but they never really say much." I don't think that actually explains why CGI budget on the the green screens in the fairyland, so uh, we can't have our uh, animals' mouths moving. Like, kind of thank God. A very deep hedgehog. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, uh, so they they somehow know through a glass of window that that hedgehog sitting on the bed is talking. Also, like you've had a hedgehog, call you had a pet hedgehog, right? Would you have let it crawl on your no, bed? No. Yeah. It seems like a mistake. It seems like a, I mean, I guess it talks now, so you can say like, "Hey Andy, hey, stop Andy. Being everywhere." I'm sorry, Lily. I'm just right. Kinda... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just a hedgehog. I, mean, I, I don't point out really... again in the hedgehog montage that we haven't gotten to yet, and that's only like 20 minutes into the movie. Um, he does look around and go, a lot of good places to pee. 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's nice of him to not do it on her bed. Anyway, um, so Bubba and Roller, they hatch a plan. <sighs> hey, you want to know what my plan is to steal a hedgehog? Just walk in and steal a hedgehog. Like, this is not like the Thomas Crown affair where I'm breaking into the Louvre to steal something. Like, literally, I can just be like, hey, give me your hedgehog. I'm an adult. You're a nine-year-old. And just walk out. I mean, the family already knows they're there. There's a relatively good reason, I guess, for them to be in the house. Everyone knows their name. There is no good reason for them to be in the house, but yet they are a lot, and no one questions. There is a good reason for them to be in the house for the first 10 minutes when they're like, oh, we've got to look for termites. When they're there on day three, I've got to think that at some point the mom's like, Hey, there's adults just wandering around our young children. I'm not sure this is a good idea. I uh, I like though that they are pretty personable with their with their yeah. lawn care guys. Like, I have a lawn care guy. I don't even know his name. He's been coming to my house for three years. I just go and give him forty bucks every two weeks and say like, "Hey, thanks for coming. Appreciate so it." So you're man. saying that if he came in and was like, "I want to check your house for termites," and for some reason you're like, "Okay, I guess." If you found him there three days later checking for termites, you would be like, oh, "That's weird." He's been looking. I mean, he must be really thorough. I, I would probably be a little bit suspicious. Why is he in my child's room? For the termites are. I I don't I don't think lawn care person equates to bug person. Like a bug person came to the door the other day and I told them no. <laughs> and he's actually known. Yeah, I didn't also. I didn't offer to change mow the lawn instead. I don't think these are like interchangeable. That's good because I'm pretty. I, I like <laughs> our lawn care. Mom is just constantly on Prozac, as far as I can tell, because like the kids run downstairs and like, oh my god, there's termites, and she's like, oh, and then just sips from a coffee mug. I'm like, it'll <laughs> uh, be fine. Good point. Um, so you you are correct. They they've hatched a plan, and the plan is just to steal yeah. the hedgehog essentially right yeah I mean, it's not a, and then they're gonna film it and put it on the internet and get 10 they're gonna be rich ten thousand dollars uh so they they hatch a plan and whiskers overhears it and's like that's, uh, yes. whiskers is the that's evil a cat stupid plan and they're like oh my god you can talk we should just steal the cat and the cat's like well i'll just stop talking if you steal me and they're like Good point. At that point, I think I yelled at the TV. The hedgehog can do the exact same thing, guys. Like, <laughs> maybe you can compel maybe hedgehogs a hedgehog aren't to as talk. Smart. But and this is the point in which Whiskers becomes the leader. And I don't know. Like, I think I would lose confidence in the person who I thought was the leader if they're like, I don't know. The cat's got a lot of really good ideas. Maybe we should just listen to him. I mean, we should point out Roller, who was up until now the leader, did say, we'll be rich. We'll get $10,000. That's like $3,000 a piece. And that's my problem with this movie is, well, I mean, amongst other things, that's not my only problem. <laughs> but, uh, like, it, it sets them up as the wet bandits, you know, kind of thing where they're going to, like, they should have this plan where, like, oh, we'll come back at night and sneak into the house. And instead, they just, like, wander around the house for three days. But also that neither of them are smart. It's not like there's, you know, in that you had Joe Pesci, who was the smart one, and uh, Marv, who was the dumb one. And in this one, you just have two bumbling idiots who crawl upstairs and go into kids' rooms. Like, 
So I, I don't quite understand why this is playing out the way it is, where the cat becomes yeah, the no. leader. It, it, it really was the only way that made oh, sense. I mean, I, I thought it was interesting that their plan was to steal the hedgehog to film for the contest to win. Not that I mean, as far as they're concerned, this is the only talking animal they've ever seen. Their plan isn't to steal the talking hedgehog because it's the only talking animal known. You know I, yeah. that they're going to make money based off of the fact that it I mean, talks. Not you get, a, get a, a hedgehog, take it to yeah. the circus. Yeah, quite <laughs> frankly, if they had just waited ten minutes and actually done their job when the grass started screaming, they could have just taken some of that. <laughs> <laughs> so um the other day i uh was on a different podcast and we were talking about this app called cameo and the the way this app works is um b and c list celebrities you pay them like hey snoop dog was on there <laughs> snoop dog wanted five hundred dollars so you know like he's up there but jennifer love hewitt only wanted 200 bucks <laughs> and for 200 dollars, she would give you a personalized message interestingly enough like looking like maybe she just rolled out of bed and was on her way to get coffee somewhere. But whatever. Andy if you Dick can is monetize driving places, are you not going to? <laughs> Andy Dick, like, looks stoned out of his mind. He's got a cast Andy on Dick one arm. Does That's just Andy Dick. <laughs> no, right? But there were a bunch of animals on this, too, right? Like, you could get, like, there was this, like, a chihuahua that only had two legs. And for $15, I guess it would bark at you or something. I don't know. Like, think of what you could get on the Cameo app for a talking hedgehog. Like, $10,000 is, like, the sky. Here's the thing, too. <laughs> Apparently, all animals can talk. So that kind of takes your supply and demand down. I guess, but maybe no one's given them permission to talk. I think she gave permission for everything to talk. I don't know how this works. That's what, like, I want this to have rules, and it doesn't. I mean, I think that's the real question, though, is, like, we're all, for, like, three glorious days, people are like, oh, my God, my dog can talk. I finally understand what it wants when it goes and whines in that corner. And then, like, it just turned off, and everyone's like, no, no, I need to. You know, for, like, there's at least some people that are like, Hey, uh, I just wanted to let you know I've got cancer. I've only got a couple days left to live. And then, like, all of a sudden, stop talking. Like, wait, what? No, my what? Help me. <laughs> but I mean, on the downside, everyone's plants were screaming at them all the time. Too, Vegetarians so. were committing mass suicide. <laughs> uh, oh, what no! have I been doing? Yeah. Oh, I, I kind of wish the plants would talk so that I know to water them and stuff. <laughs> Hey, help, we're dying. That's a good point. I mean, really like, do you think more people would become vegetarians if, like, the cow was like, I don't know, this kind of sucks, but, uh, like, please don't kill me, and was just, like, screaming? <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know. Maybe? I, I think, what are your alternatives? Like, I know. The bugs and like, the... everything can talk. I, I don't think bugs could, oddly enough. Yeah, because they think. don't croak and they don't chirp. And they don't squeak. But I mean, what and is neither it, what, do plants, so I no, don't know. No, because the plants had their own, like, writer. So, like, the, the, oh. the plants got, like, special mention. Uh -huh. But I don't know why the cat could talk. It just made, like, kind of this, like, <laughs> noise. So well, well, let's get to, I, I mean, the next scene is hedgehog montage. Mm -hmm. So Tori, <laughs> they, they introduced the hedgehog to Tori, the head cheerleader, Tori faints. And then, For a long time. Uh, like, she should go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah and then andy is uh is is just gonna go out and uh and see the world because i guess he can talk now and if 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 yeah that was, there was like a deal that if he was allowed to talk 
to other people to go outside? He, he would talk to other people if he was allowed to go exploring, but apparently that was like the backyard. Also, was I wanna, as far as I can <laughs> tell, or I mean, when anyone falls down in this movie, they have to fart. Because walking outside, Andy falls down a stair, and there is a fart noise. Every time uh, Bubba falls over, there is a fart noise. Yep. If you've ever had your picture taken um, at an elementary school, or, well, I mean, any professional setting with you and a child, for some reason, that is, like, their go-to, like, you know, book and farts and like for some reason they are 100% certain that every child will giggle would when you, you say that with your kid did uh, every time someone fart did he just burst out laughing no uh, Brooke raised uh, him right but, um, <laughs> Carter Carter does not find those things funny so she's kind of broken him, I, it's okay. um, he just looks kind of baffled and confused at all the like poop emoji things he the, doesn't really understand the best part why. about this though is that they're just like okay hedgehog go <laughs> it's a Two inch tall hedgehog that's got to get down like a big flight of stairs. Well, and, like, and this is when Whiskers is like, Be careful out there. There's a lot of things that want to kill you. And like, none of the like people there went like, Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, there are predators for hedgehogs. Like, he could. How do you think it opened the door? Do you think it got downstairs and like, yeah. Hey, Melly, you open the door? And she's like, Oh, okay. Well, no, no, because she doesn't know it can talk yet. <laughs> Oh, she probably true. just said, "Who said that?" Opened the door and like <laughs> he screamed outside. <laughs> I like that. That's our like point where like I don't know. That doesn't make much sense. A little bit of a plot hole there. <laughs> so so now we get to um, what Colby. It is like I have got to assume that this is the point they got to in the movie, and they're like dude, we've only got, like, I checked, our script is only, like, 55 minutes long. What are we going to do to pad out the script to, to uh, God, we got to get to at least an hour and 15. An hour and and answer to write, I assume that's how long it would take to fill it. <laughs> that's being exceptionally generous. Um, I, you know, and so their first thing was like, well, we could do that five-minute ladder scene. So that gets us up over an hour. What's next, Colby? Hedgehog montage. <laughs> which um if you're not familiar with movies um of this caliber um a, a lot of them ha- make generous generous use of um stock videos and and this movie is no different um but not quite yet like he he gets to get outside and uh and and like hang out with some of his friends and mysteriously there is um there's a liquid on on the grass Cole, would you like to describe Milk. this liquid it's milk. Oh, look. Um, Lily must have brought me some milk. <laughs> Maybe it's like, you know, have you ever gone to the store around like, I know Easter seems to be like a really big one and you can buy chocolate flavored things. <laughs> oh. Maybe. <laughs> I just, so like you guys lived in uh, uh, Michigan. Did they call it milk? Yeah. I don't, I don't like, think I so. I, I mean, like the only accent folks out there had really, if you had one, was like that Southern Canadian yeah. kind of accent. And I don't, I can't imagine anyone say, "Oh yeah, I went and got some yeah, milk." And, and I no. mean, like I know, like in the uh, Pacific Northwest, it's begs. So, like, I assume yeah. it's a dialect thing because he also later on the thing refers to miracles as miracles, and. Maybe it's when you try and save it when you're doing your Andy voice. Maybe that's the problem. Look, I can pronounce an I. <laughs> 
So that's not it. <laughs> anyway, he's drinking his milk. With Mike. And, uh, and Mike. With Mike. Mike is another hedgehog that's just yeah. like his friend. He liked it better when Mike could which, talk. So, which which implies to me <laughs> that Andy was unable to talk to other hedgehogs, mm-hmm. but was able to well, talk to what a he cat. Says. Yes. At the first, he's like, oh, animals could always talk to each other. We just couldn't talk to humans. And then, like, 20 minutes later, he's like, oh, wow, it's weird. And I can talk to Mike now. I'm like, do you not remember 20 <laughs> minutes ago? Like, that was three pages well, ago in this script. Where did Mike come well, from? Yeah, if you know, I, at this point in time, these are two entirely different hedgehogs. Like, totally they don't even look like the hedgehog that is in the movie. They are a completely different color. Yeah. At one point in time, Cliff mentioned that he thought one might be a shrew. I'm kind of with him. Yeah, it was definitely not a hedgehog. It, it was a hedgehog, but it does just look like a shrew. Its feet are really big compared to the other ones, and it like kind of furry looking. Yeah. Not it's, it's, like I can. I, I was gonna look into it, but I think there's two different like types of hedgehogs like English yeah. Hedgehogs. And yeah so they just decide to use that and just go like wow i hope no one notices that this is a completely different color and looks nothing like the other hedgehog you know what I noticed it would be like if all of a sudden mr whiskers was just like a tabby cat and they're like and eh, no one will notice it i mean let's be frank i mean i don't want to spoil oh, anything are we talk about the cat montage Oh, no, yeah. Not yet. I mean, we'll wait until we get to that point. But there's also a cat montage. During that cat montage, Mr. Whiskers magically changes into Mrs. Whiskers for well, they a little turn bit. into kittens um, for a little bit too. But you know, well, but that's a, it's because it's a flashback. Well, that's but fine. It flashes back, and then also in that flashback, it flashes even farther back. It would only make sense. It's it's because there was stock footage of two hairless cats fighting and that's what they have yeah. either way there's a point in time where that stock footage that that cat is definitely female um which is kind of the reason not to own a sphinx cat as far as i can tell well, I, I tell you i think that cat had given birth recently oh yeah or, it was real pouchy too. or was like like a i don't know a puppy no cat, I, mean, a, a cat, no cats, I don't know I don't, well, sphinx cat cost like well, speak, but no, so. but I'm. What do they call that then? I don't. I mean, a don't kitty call, mill. Is it a kitty mill? Kitty mill. Like, but apparently, if you search Google, that's kind of what shows up. The criticism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it. Google's saying it. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Anyway, there's a solid five minutes, probably five minutes of. Yeah, Andy just, well, not Andy, but some other hedgehogs that we're pretending are Andy, mm-hmm. wandering around, drinking milk, talking Mike. to their friends. Like, oh, I man, mean, I, my knees really hurt. I'm like, do hedgehogs have knees? I don't. Like, my psoriasis <laughs> is acting up. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like, why Why is Andy I, friends I, with, like, a 90-year-old, like, hedgehog? Where is that hedgehog <laughs> from? Like, like, did, did another girl wish for her hedgehog to talk? And he's like... Hey, I'm gonna go outside if uh if you let other people talk. No, I'm gonna go hang out with Andy. Who let Mike out? That's the bigger question. Yeah. Exactly. Like there are not wild hedgehogs in Michigan. I promise you that. <laughs> I uh I think this is also like the missed opportunity for this movie to just like have a hawk come out of the sky, grab Andy, and be like, no, and then just credits. Like that would have been the best like way to screw up your kids ever. I'm a big fan. Um <laughs> Mike eventually comes Andy. back inside. Andy, sorry. I, <laughs> Mike might have gone back inside, too. I, I can't tell these damn stock photo hedgehog. <laughs> Mike just stood outside. Oh, uh-huh. that, so that's another thing. In the the montage, Andy's like, oh, no, a dog. And a dog comes and starts barking at him. Oh, Can yeah, dogs yeah, yeah, not yeah. talk? 
Maybe he just wanted to park. But like, I, I mean, you think like in this movie, if the flowers can talk, like, could they not afford yeah. another voice? I mean, could John Paul Rice or whatever not do not. like a third voice? <laughs> Is it, was it like uh, uh, Doctor Strangelove where he had planned on doing that character but got sick and thought, <laughs> oh, I'll do the two. I mean, should we talk about him for a minute? I think we should wait until the end. There's so much to say. Okay. <laughs> Watch anyway. out, he's a boxer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified. Um, all right, so uh, Annie makes his way back inside. Um, <laughs> as Colby points out, we go up to the girls' bedroom. What is the time frame of this movie? Because they're now having no, a no, sleepover. No, 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 they're not having a sleepover yet. So, so oh, not yet. I, I, yeah. I, I, why did you I told Cliff this this morning. Brooke, how many days do you think this movie takes place over? I, it couldn't be more than, than three. How? I, I very much checked on this. Day. So we're still in the first uh, day. And what? Okay. I guess it kind of started on Friday because she came home from school, it seems like, when the dad went to work. And then there was I mean, the weekend and then the science fair thing no, on no, Monday. No, no. Yeah. So. At the work. first yeah. of the day, that's the first of the day. That's in the morning. She's outside yeah. playing with her hedgehog. My question mm-hmm. is: Is when does school start? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like here, it starts pretty late. I mean, Carter has time to do stuff. I mean, he gets up and gets dressed, and then he's got like forty-five minutes to and kill. He was outside, so. according to him, for at least an hour taking a nap. Mm-hmm. And then there was the playing. Maybe, maybe before Dean Kane left the house, he let him out to take care of his hedgehog business outside. (laughs) There is no time in this movie. Like, I'm like, it is now like three o'clock in the afternoon and the girls are like, oh, time to roll into school. And I mean, that's apparently fine because they just have the one class it appears and then they go back home. Hmm. Okay, so we're we're inside now, yeah, so right? They, after the Hedgehog movie, they go inside, and that's when like uh, the mom mentions like, "Oh, you've got to be, you know, you got to get to school because you don't want to miss first hour or something." I can't remember what she yeah, calls yeah, it. It's yeah. something weird. Um, and that's when uh, uh, Booba and Mister Roller are crawling up the stairs. Like like army crawling up the stairs, um, I and I can only assume just hoping that no grown ups like are at the bottom of the stairs going like, what the hell are those two doing? Like, we need to call the police. <laughs> but they wouldn't call. They have a legitimate reason to be there. Yeah. It's like again, they're being real thorough. <laughs> just they're checking each stair, um, and that's when they they burst into the room and be like. Oh my God! There's thermites in here. Um, <laughs> that was actually a pretty good version of Roller. And the girls scream yeah, and run and, out, and the three girls scream and run out. And Lily's just holding Andy, and and Roller's like, "Oh no, it's okay. We'll watch it for you." And I'm like, "Why does this girl have any reason to believe, you know, this lawn guy? Like, oh yeah, no, you watch my uh, hedgehog for me." uh, okay i'll just go downstairs that's fine um at which point like they're scot-free they just have to walk outside and they've got a talking hedgehog but instead dean kane comes home because he's something um this movie is the writing is shockingly super lazy um 
because they, they've got the you know hedgehog and they're about ready to leave and they're like you know they hear the car pull up and and they're like oh no he's home again and wait wait so but i mean that means that he forgot something oh he, he got an hour uh-huh. yeah he's a minimum an hour and a half like at work and like oh crap i forgot something uh, i can't imagine anything that i would Michigan come home is for pretty horrible it's not that terrible though well depending on i mean like if you he, i mean i guess if he was in rochester in and he was going into detroit yeah i guess that's probably an hour so i mean like but that means he got like halfway to work and turned around well i mean i'm gonna point yeah. out that work does not You're matter in this movie <laughs> That's true. he is a high-paid Sports agent uh but so no. they're, they're like why is he home and the cat's like oh he forgets things sometimes and that's all that, that, that they're like oh okay like i guess he forgets things sometimes so, this is not the first time that dean kane has just been like man i really should have and here's the thing he asks his wife hey where's my briefcase Wow, that's what no, he forgot. No, no, At the first of the movie, before he leaves, he's like, where's my... And she's uh, like, it's in the, you know, thing. They could have easily, like, just skipped that entire thing and had him come in and go like, I forgot my briefcase. But that would have taken a competent mm-hmm. writer, and this movie doesn't have one. <laughs> no, no. Well, but if they'd done that, then they would have lost, like, five minutes yeah. of conversation. They would have made the movie <laughs> the montage longer. And there's only, only more- so many video that you can buy of hedgehogs Stock on Stock video is yeah. expensive, <laughs> too. Do you- do you think stock footage made more than Dean Kane on this movie? Well, I mean, it kind of depends if you buy it by the video or if you have a subscription. Oh, okay. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so uh, he comes in. Oh, wait, did we? I can't remember if we talked about. So um, I'm, I'm sorry. One of my favorite lines. We missed that. Um so before oh, no. when the thieves are crawling in before they come into the room uh they cut back to the room and it's tori trixie and tina talking and like literally tori is like you know what we need to do we need to exploit him to <laughs> which trixie goes like explode him and he's like no exploit him and i'm like is that really the word we want to use but then like uh uh tori talks about it like you know we can get him and like maybe you'll get a girl hedgehog they literally have a conversation about getting andy laid in this movie <laughs> like literally she's like we'll get, we'll get him a girl hedgehog like what would i want to do with that oh you'll find out <laughs> <laughs> so i mean and probably the only reason they didn't actually go through with that is because you probably can't buy that stock footage like they probably, probably just yeah. on youtube but you yeah. probably can't purchase that mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know how it works but i kind of want to see it now but anyway so so god that's, that's I, dangerous like, um so uh dean kane comes in and it's like, oh, I forgot something. To which point, at this point, Whiskers goes like, hey, did you forget something? And Dean, and both the mom and the dad in this movie do this, where like, they're like, yeah, no, I uh, I forgot something, Mr. Whiskers. And, you know, like, I just kind of think, and they talk to it for a second before they go like, go what? A cat can talk? <laughs> which, like, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but if all of a sudden your dog started talking to you, you probably wouldn't like, you know respond back to him two or three times before you're like oh my god a talking dog like i think the second he said like hey guys i need some food you'd be like wait did you can talk 
<laughs> Wait, my dog can't talk? I think you're uh, overestimating how awake we are. <laughs> That's a good point. It really depends on the day. really depends on the day. So is this the point in time where they realize that flowers no, can no, talk too? No, it's a little too? bit later. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, you know, very much like, oh, the cat can talk. I've lost my mind. So I'm just not going to go back to work today. Or for the next couple days, um, and he He's really upset. he, he uh, <laughs> wanders upstairs, and uh, both uh, Booba and uh, Roller have dropped the Roller. hedgehog and are looking for it in the little girl's room. And so he <laughs> goes into the room, and they hide under the bed. And he's like, "Oh, hey, Andy, oh you, how'd you get out of your cage?" And Andy says something, and he's like, "Oh." Apparently you can talk too, so I am losing my mind. Um, you have to, he handles his psychotic break really well. And um, also, like, at no point does Andy go like, hey, you know those guys you hired to clean the gutters? They're actively under the bed trying to steal me. He could easily end this movie and be like, hey, did you know that both Roller and Bubba are bad guys? And doesn't. Which kind of makes me no. think. Well, he kind of likes Papa. Like, yeah, Papa's and so, okay. which makes me think that he's like, I hate this family. Like, I want to leave. I mean, maybe he just wants to see his option. Meet a yeah. girl hedgehog. He wanted to go exploring. Maybe the backyard wasn't enough. Yeah. But you get to the under the bed scene where Bubba and uh, uh, Roller hide under the bed, <laughs> and Dean Kane sits on the bed. <laughs> to which, like. I don't know. Uh, uh, Bubba does like the awooga face without the awooga noise. And I will say too, like, like mm-hmm. Bubba is a oh, yeah. big dude. Yeah. Like, like Bubba, like I, I cannot, Bubba is probably roughly my size. That, that bed is, is two feet off the ground. I, I cannot <laughs> envision a bed that I would actually physically be able to fit under. Mm-hmm. And so, Punk bed. yeah, and it's, I only fit under the top one. If it's just taking so, your lane next to the bed and describing to Liam Neeson what's happening. Uh, exactly. And so, like, I'm I'm very curious about the bed that Bubba can fit under that also a nine-year-old girl can get into. Have you ever considered maybe it was a Murphy bed and it was just at like a 45-degree angle and Dean Kane just didn't see him? It's a possibility. It's a real possibility. He was really distraught over the talking animals. So he sits on the bed and that happens. And then like, there's a couple times where this movie just like, Hey, we're a movie. Guess what? And, uh, breaks Mm -hmm. the fourth wall and is like, Hey, I want to see that scene again. Let's rewind it and watch it again. I'm like, Oh yeah, no. Cause that was hilarious. And so you, Hey, we need another 45 seconds of movie. You get to see that again. And, uh, then you know you get dean kane i think this is the point where he starts like talking to the hedgehog about his his lives and dreams and all that kind of thing where he has a real heart to heart with uh andy a newly talking where he's just like you know like man i was i was a high school football player and just basically talks about his glory days of playing football and how he wanted to uh, foreshadow that game-saving tackle, uh, yeah. and and talk 
We just foreshadowed it better yeah. than the movie yeah. did. <laughs> and, you know, like, just has a real heart-to-heart with it because that makes sense. You're talking to – he's really leaning into this whole, like, I'm having a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah, It's good. It's good. It's good. So now the kids are at school, right? Uh, yes. This is where you meet the teachers. But first we have to meet the fairy BFF, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. She pulls her into the, the girls' bathroom. That's right. Is that for girls yeah, go for to girls gossip. gossip? And you would be shocked at what we do in the bathroom. I, 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 <laughs> I just heard that it was just pee. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> bathroom needs, and then we leave. Yeah, <laughs> I actually did get that wrong. The bathroom thing happens so that they can look in on Dean Kane talking to Andy about his glory days, and so the fairy BFF can be like, "Hey, look, you really need to fix this wish." Like, I know I did it, but I'm going to lay this all on you, nine year old. You need to fix this mess that you made by wishing, <laughs> because your dad's yeah, going your insane. Dad thinks he's crazy, <laughs> and it's it's basically your fault, Lily. Also, I could get yeah. turned into a frog. I do not yeah. want a frog. <laughs> and then you meet what 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 are their names, Cliff? Oh, let's see. I don't remember. You're Mr. Tell Coogan, me. actual actual name, oh, yes. and then Mrs. Hobbonnet, not an actual name. Yeah. <laughs> like that is not quite George Glass level, but like I can assume that there was a bonnet just sitting around, and they're like Hobbonnet. Yeah, that's amazing. I don't know. Like, like maybe the problem was is like like I've I've done a little bit of writing and I can never come up with names. So I always like just go to a name generator and you can generate like hey standard like American names. But then you know those setting also usually have a setting for like hey writing a fantasy story. Choose the fantasy name generator. Hey writing I guess, like a sci-fi. Maybe you just check the wrong button and they're like this is are you, are you saying that George Saunders was just like okay I just need a name and accidentally was in the fantasy version of that. And he's like, Mrs. Hobbonnet. <laughs> Weird, but I guess it works. It makes yeah. sense, doesn't it? I mean, it makes more sense than naming a That's character a that. <laughs> so so you meet yeah. them, you find out that they're in love, and it's really weird and awkward. Oh, um, because so awkward. they're doing it's this so in front awkward. of the entire class, and like, I don't know, the class is just sitting there watching Mr. Coogan awkwardly talk to Mrs. Hobbonnet. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good at all. So um, I just going to take a quick second and point out that our son is upset that we've talked about this movie longer than Tell the movie was. We <laughs> have another four minutes. Four minutes. Uh, four minutes of movie. It's like 25 minutes of talking and then we'll eat dinner. <laughs> That's fair. So fair. we can just go, uh, we can go through some of these uh, things. My The next thing is uh, Dean Kane, like bless him and his acting um <laughs> on what he thinks a crazy person does because i mean you have to admit that, like well, he maybe for... he just has never met one i mean he should have studied tara reed a little more from what i hear <laughs> mostly like i wonder if they're just like hey just ad lib it dean you got this or if this was written into the script that they're like so let's see i think when this guy go crazy he should um eat potato chips and watch cartoons lot. Um, yeah, on his cell phone, crap. You know. I'm crazy. <laughs> my favorite yeah. part is that uh, Teen Kane starts barking. He does. He does. <laughs> For no real reason. Just like his wife's talking to him, he's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. and she's like, 
And she's oh, okay he's barking with now. it. She's like, oh. And then later on in the movie, like, he, when the mom's tucking in the girl to bed, you just hear this, rawr, 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 and like, yes, hun, I'll be there in a second. I'm like, your husband is having, like, a serious mental breakdown. And again, no one, like, no one says, like, hey, dad, what's up? And he's like, the pets are talking. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, they can do that now. And I say that's a plot hole, except later on, he finds out everyone else can hear it, but still just plays like he's having a mental breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he thinks they're, you know, what he heard is also part of like the, it's some, you know, the some sort of shared like hallucination. See, uh-huh. but I think that's the thing is I really want this movie to like end with the what's what's the uh, what's the tv show that the entire tv show was in the mind of an autistic oh, kid did in you hospital? skip forward in my uh <laughs> <laughs> oh no he's right literally it does say in the notes did we just get saying yeah, elsewhere because, yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert it might it, mm-hmm. it's a possibility it is a possibility so, yeah. uh yeah you get that and then you get my favorite scene of all and it's the weird sleepover scene where they talk about hitting Colleen's car. So this is super important. I did not catch this. It was the only time those girls didn't have to wear a cheerleader uniform. They were very excited. It was the only time that that scene was not meant to be in the movie. That scene is literally, I can only only assume them setting up a camera and them talking to each other because if you watch that scene first of all it has a completely different look because it's a two camera setup where there's supposed to be a close-up on tori and trixie and then tina is sitting at their feet and when the close-up is actually what's supposed to be in the movie and then below is just a second setup you can tell this because tina keeps looking at the camera and like kind of smiling and when they're talking about hitting colleen's car they're talking that i can't remember the whoever played Trixie the actually hit the person who played Melly's yeah. car. Maven. Maven yeah. really did and hit so it. They're, yeah. And they're talking they, about that. And you can also tell this isn't them acting because literally Trixie has a different voice when she's playing a dumb cheerleader. <laughs> like when it goes into the close up, she's got a completely different voice. I'm like, that wasn't like a scripted scene. They just like, Hey, we're just going to film this. And at the Again. end, when the, the hedgehog is like recapping and talking about the actors and stuff, he points out that she really did hit the car. And I'm like, that's a fascinating, like, did they need extra time in the movie? The movie's <laughs> only 64 minutes long at this point. <laughs> they're like, ooh, plot twist. <laughs> okay. And then as they're talking about everything, Whiskers says like, what do you know about love? And that's Oh, that was good. That was really good. That's when we get cat montage. (laughs) So we've unfortunately kind of already talked a bit about this. Like cats change gender, but he tells a he tells a story call and and I'd never heard the word truckered before. Do you think that that's a like an actual term, or do you think um, our writer friend made that up? Completely made that up. So, so Whiskers was young. He was in love with another hideous sphinx cat. Um, there's a scene where there are two cats, neither of them, which is Whiskers, um, like laying on their sides and like scratching each other. And it is a it is a horror show watching <laughs> two cats with no fur, claws fully Whatever. extended. Oh, one day we'll all be truckered. <laughs> I, 
my favorite part about that is first of all when he starts talking the girls like all gather around him like he's a wide old wise old sage and then when he's talking about how much he loved this girl it cuts back to him and they all go oh i'm like no no this is a cat talking to you like i've like i've heard cats in heat it's not an oh i'm like this is awful <laughs> anyway, they were young, they were in love, and then she got Truck. truckered, which I guess is just she got hit by a truck, presumably, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of tragic, actually, for a, a kid's movie, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and that is why he is a cantankerous old cat that makes uh, horrifying noises, terribly <laughs> horrifying and then it, noises. Uh, cuts back, and I think that Andy learns a lesson on why... Uh, whiskers is kind of a jerk and then he hears the fairy bff call him into the bathroom because again all bathrooms lead to fairyland and uh she basically like hey you really need to like guilt lily into making you not talk i mean like i know this is pretty awesome and you like it but like i really don't want to get turned into a frog again can you fix my mistakes for me I don't know. I, I like talking an awful when did, lot. When did it become Davy and Goliath? Like, I don't know, Davy. Andy is not as good as yours. I, I, You're okay with that? I think Colby spent like 45 minutes in front of a mirror practicing. <laughs> you think it's the nah. So, uh, you know, then it, it's nighttime, cuts to uh, the next morning. This is the only time in the movie where I'm pretty sure you see a boom mic. I looked a lot because that is the sign of a great movie when you're like oh hey a boom mic you're not supposed to see those can we talk about the boom mic for a second because like to me a boom mic usually means that the audio in your scenes is going to be pretty good because you actually hired theoretically an audio engineer who knows how to hold a boom mic and monitor audio but there is literally scenes in this movie where there will be two people standing next to each other and one of them has perfectly fine movie audio and then the next person like you can hear the mic click open and it's like well, I don't know about oh, yeah, that there's, there's <laughs> cut off i'm like what is going There's wrong here adr like there was a sound mixer on this movie and i assumed at first they were made up and that they just needed to say that they had one it's it's a real person um there was a dp on this movie and like 50 percent of it was out of focus so. I, I, I told uh, my wife i'm like you know if I'm shooting a movie, the first thing when I'm in like a, hey, there's a bunch of windows. We need to film this from the side so you don't see the cameras. This movie's like, no, no, no. We're going to film in the back of this house. There are like 30 windows everywhere. Uh, we're going to film it straight on. But we're going to do it in the one spot where you cannot see us. Like, And it's going to look really weird because of that. And, you know, again, in the living room, there is a bunch of windows. And I'm like, you're going to be able to see you guys in that. And lo and behold, I'm like, oh, that's a boom mic. Boom mic. So, yeah, (laughs) it was obvious, too. Like, we all noticed it. Mm -hmm. But uh, so we see our first boom mic. Um, Dean Kane still eating chips. Crazy. Uh, And he does one of my favorite tropes where he comes downstairs and is like, I had the weirdest dream last night that Andy and Mr. Whiskers could talk. And then he's like, still talking. And and my one thought on that is, is I have had dreams and I've never once thought like, did that happen? Like. 
did i i can't remember was that the entire yesterday or did i just happen to dream that last night i'm just really not sure like this man should not operate a car if he cannot tell those two apart so this is where we find out the flowers yeah, can yeah, talk I think too this right is maybe where flowers like don't forget us hey we can talk to and it's and you can you can very much tell first of all that it oh, is yeah, trixie yeah. tory and just like talking at the same time but but what i'd like to point out is the flowers that talk the first time are cut uh, flowers on screen. so are they like would they just be dead or be very sad about like, their impending oh, no. death the water it's so getting cold just like the but star no. in the lego movie exactly but no instead they're just like hey we can talk too we don't have legs you cut us off and that's Boy, when another good. great line where she's like, Lily, come down for uh, some breakfast. And Lily's like, I'll be down in a second. I really have to pee. I'm like, really? That, okay, movie. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, and- Saunders, he's <laughs> a genius. <laughs> and uh, so she again is transported into Magic Fairyland because she goes into a bathroom. And no, I don't know Let's talk about this for a second too. But like this actually makes sense. Like the the path to Fairyland is through through a bathroom, right? Yeah. What, what do you go behind a bush for? Good point. It all makes sense, actually. Anyway, please continue. That if you do it, you're peeing on a fairy. Probably fairy BFF or Gus could go either way. There's many fetish. Um, Pretty sure that you always go to the, go to the bathroom in the bathroom, don't you? Wait, is Gus watching me pee? Probably. <laughs> Only if he's your fairy BFF, you might have some. It's just your fairy BFF. Um. So, uh, you know, and basically, this is when you learn the rules of a wish that you can't. She can't just be like, "Hey, I just guess the animals can't talk." Thanks for being a buzzkill. So, to reverse a wish, you have to wish something nice for someone else. Well, that I mean, it makes 100%. sense, right? No, it doesn't make sense. At all. It doesn't so make any sense. That's at all. when you know you're like, okay, I guess that's how we do it. And then it cuts to school, and you get she. She asks if she can take Andy to school, and the mom's like, "Yeah, no, sure, take the talking hedgehog to school. Don't see why not. I'm on Prozac." Um, and you get the voiceover of Andy talking about like, you know, you should always be nice to bullies, you know, like just because, you know, you don't know their circumstances and stuff to which we cut in and you see Lily's bully, um, Betsy. And she's like, you know, like, why'd you bring stupid hedgehog dummy? And Except uh, yeah, she did because everyone calls this hedgehog a rat. I don't think they know what a hedgehog is. Uh, I think they don't know what a rat is. Like, I mean, <laughs> like literally, at least three different people call Andy a rat. I'm like okay with them being confused about what a hedgehog is, but <laughs> they should know what a rat looks like. <laughs> spiky rats. Spiky rats. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe, like, like, maybe that's a baby porcupine uh, yeah. or something. But, yeah. but uh, <laughs> she, you know, like, you're stupid, you know, rat and whatever. And Andy's like, hey, be nice to me. And everyone's like, oh, hey, hedgehog can talk. And then Andy calls Betsy fat, <laughs> which, first of all, he I want to point out, the kid is, like, rail thin. <laughs> like, Betsy's not fat. He literally no. calls her yeah, fat Betsy. Betsy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you just gave a speech about being nice to bullies. And then you're like, yeah, fatty fatty. 
I think we should point out too, this is not like the first time someone in this movie gets fat oh, yeah. shamed either. No. The mom is like, man, you know, Superman, you better stop eating those chips before you get fat. <laughs> and and the, the daughter's like, well, I'm fasting. And the mom's not like, maybe that's a bad idea. Like, you're you're skinny enough. You're working out. She's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I guess you're fat yeah. too, Trixie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then, it's a then you get to the, the she walks in and the teacher's like, hey, you can't have uh, pets in here. And Lily's like, you know what? Like, this is a talking hedgehog and it's going to teach us about kindness and friendship. And the teacher's like, okay, whatever. I get paid the same. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, this isn't a hedgehog. This isn't a pet. This is my friend. He can talk. Yeah. See the difference between having a hedgehog that can't talk and a hedgehog that can talk is the hedgehog that can't talk yeah. can be your friend, not it's a pet. A, it's a, like, isn't it from the Simpsons that you can eat a cow because they're ugly, but you don't eat the... Uh, no, it's from uh, uh, Dennis Leary. Yeah. Or is it Dennis Leary, yeah, the otter true. because it's... The, uh, the, yeah. the teacher uh-huh. is, first of all, completely okay with like, yeah, sure. Why don't you take over, Lily? Like, I don't care. And uh, then when the, the the hedgehog starts talking, none of the kids, <laughs> no, the teacher isn't like, oh, my God, that, that hedgehog can talk. They're all just like, oh, hedgehogs can talk now, I guess. Fine. You know, Makes like sense. none of these kids mm-hmm. are losing their minds because there's a talking hedgehog. They're just like, I guess we'll just sit and listen to the wise old hedgehog. Uh, the teacher sense. also goes like, oh, yeah, well. I had a talking mouse when I was young to which I'm like, wait, can we back up here? Like, is, is this another wish? Do you have a fairy BFF? Tell me more about your talking mouse that you just like passingly mentioned. <laughs> yeah, just like, right oh, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. I had a talking mouse once. So the talking hedgehog is just completely fine with me. And, uh, the, <laughs> I don't know. Andy talks about friendship and kindness and all that stuff. And, uh, then did you guys notice the belly rubs for world peace? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, yeah. like he, I don't know, bridges the gap between Betsy and Lily and says like, you know, that you can give him belly rubs and I don't know, they're now best friends, but they specifically mentioned that like, you can give him belly rubs for world peace. And I'm like, that's not a saying that's, I've seen yeah. people try to give him belly rubs. He oh, wanted no, none like, of Let it. Me go. I'm like, can we take this hedgehog to like Israel and Palestine? Like what, what does yep. belly rubs do? And what does it have to do with world peace? But it's brought up several times in the movie. Like, Oh, she gives really good belly rubs for world peace. I'm like, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense. <laughs> and, uh, we don't really need to talk about the thieves still thieving. I don't know. Vote Obama. I, <laughs> i like the vote obama sticker yeah but they're oh, yeah, the house they, it's they crazy literally just are living in the garage and no one's saying anything or caring and then you get to the science fair and uh <laughs> so this is when i think that perhaps tina and tori and trixie are their weird sisters because tina and tori are talking about dean kane and like oh he's having a mental breakdown like i think you know like he's not good and at which point the mother says don't worry your father will be fine girls <laughs> like only one of those people was your daughter talking and you just address them both as your father so any it could be oh wait you don't know that <laughs> well that could be the sequel i do think we should point out though that you're right when they came home 
she was yeah. cutting up food uh-huh. and she's like what are you making and she's like sushi and i'm like she's cutting up like three bell, bell, peppers bell peppers there and carrots which i don't know much about sushi but i don't think those are like main ingredients for sushi but then so. then later like when they're having dinner they're eating rice I, and meat i'm like they, like they just decide yeah. sushi was a bad idea it's Michigan. It's landlocked, everyone was, man. Everyone was fasting, so. <laughs> so Good point. They uh, they're you know talking about the science fair because I, I didn't have science fairs in high schools, but apparently that's a big thing, I guess. And sure. and uh, well, it wasn't really in high schools. I mean, that was part of I, it, I guess. But I mean, it was it was most decidedly like all the way from elementary school. I, I up, only had so. a science fair in elementary school. I didn't have anything in high school Maybe or junior was, high. I think there was a history fair in junior. So I think the big question yeah. is: is so the science fair is tonight? They've got to get a oh, science no, no. fair project going on because the mom the mom oh, says uh, to like Bob, like, "Oh, hey, we have to go to that." I'm like, "Do you? Like, I don't think you do. Like, <laughs> you can probably skip a science fair." And she's like, "You'll have to take off work. Are you still going to work?" <laughs> um. This woman's life is falling apart around her, and she's just trying to like, I'm cool with this. Like, I'm gonna go drink more. Um, <laughs> but so the, Tina, Trixie, and Tori are, are all talking about like, hey, we need to, you know, we we were gonna uh, talk about like how Trixie could have a a brain transplant for our science fair, but instead let's just have you know Andy, and they're like, we can have him, we you know, we can have Andy and. They're like, but we just can't have him talk. And I'm like, I don't know. That seems like a pretty good science fair. You got a talking hedgehog. But they talk about how, like, we just can't have Andy talk. And then it turns out they're like, what if we just do that? That's their plan, yeah. that they're just going to have Andy talk at their science fair. And so you've got the big science fair that is held in a stairwell. Yeah. yeah because way, yeah. they are introducing, the, you know, like, thank you for your lava you know, science fair project. And now here's Tori Trixie. Like all of them, the entire cheerleader squad, apparently. Apparently like, I don't know. I don't know about science fairs. I don't think they're group projects, but apparently they are. Um, I don't know. They, they can be. Yeah. I have Carter uh, school. They, you, they assigned them actually in groups to do it. Do you think that they would just assign yeah, all the cheerleaders probably. to a group? It's in a stairwell cliff. Mm-hmm. How, you know, but uh, so before point. that, the the cheerleaders look over at the teachers' names who I've already forgotten, Hobbonnet Coogan, and uh, are like, yeah. oh, it's so sad. They're in love, but they can't talk to each other. To which Lily looks at it and goes like, I know what I have to do. I have to make these two people who I don't know, who I have no real interaction with, fall in love because we need an exit out of this movie, I guess. And writing is hard. <laughs> and so she talks to Andy and is like, I know what I have to do now, Andy. And he's like, oh, I really like talking to you. And so, <laughs> so the cheerleaders go up and they're like, and this is our talking hedgehog. Come on, Andy. And Andy just makes a horrible squeaking noise that I don't think hedgehogs make. And they're like, no, no, really. Come on, Andy. And nothing. And the entire school's laughing. At which point I'm like, Dude, she just screwed over her sister. Like, she just embarrassed the crap out of them for no reason. 
and they probably you know, failed like, science like there fair. was no like like her sister wasn't real mean to her nothing like that it was just like huh, i'm gonna do this and so yeah like they're just <laughs> pissed because they're like why isn't he talking and then uh then it just cuts back to the house in which my favorite line reading of all time is um done and i think cliff is going to add that and that will show you the right caliber here. of acting it is right here why aren't you talking anymore, Andy? That was so embarrassing. <laughs> and then, uh, so then uh, Bubba and, and uh, Roller, they're still, they're, at the still house. House. they're still yeah. just wandering around the house trying to figure out how to. No, isn't it no, the house? They're just they're still like. I, point, I assume the mom has left to do, like run errands and roller and Bubba are still just wandering around the house. Um, and they, and they can't time. figure out how to steal this thing, this, this Andy. And uh, so they come up with a plan and it is the exact same plan they had before where they just walk into the room and are like, Hey, uh, there's termites in here. Y'all got to leave to which they all go like, Oh, termites gross and leave. Um, and they take Andy from Lily and, uh, this time they make it a little bit farther. They, they, they leave the house and they needed to extend this movie a little bit farther. So they step on rakes and it hits them in the face. Um, it's, it's, it's probably the only like actually good slapstick though of it, the entire movie. It it's not good because when right? that rake hit, uh, Bubba in the face, I'm like, ow, I felt that that like hurt that wasn't funny that was like i'm like oh oh that like that was like oak on head noise like who who was the foley that decided that was a good idea that wasn't yeah. foley colby that was not foley. <laughs> that's a good point um also when they fall over they fart because you have to um it's the rule there are rules in so this when, universe. when, uh, when they fall over, Andy escapes and starts running away. And because Mr. Whiskers can talk to him, he's, you know, calling after him. He, he wants them to get Mr. To get Andy so that, I don't know, the cat needs money. And that was never quite explained what exactly Mr. Whiskers was going to do with this money that he was going to get from this deal. Um, Wait. Can can Mr. Whiskers still no, talk? No, he can't because he's very confused by that because he meows and he's like, why can't they oh, hear oh me? Um, which must be real confusing for all the animals, birds, um, you know, uh-huh. lawn, everything that was talking to someone mid-sentence when she wished that away. But uh, so they walk, they're chasing after Andy and so is Mr. Whiskers and Andy shouts out to Mr. Whiskers, like, watch out. And I don't know, it's all through like bad camera angles. And Mr. Whiskers like, oh, you saved my life. Like he was going to run across the street and get truckered. Um, And so now Andy (laughs) and Whiskers are best friends. And I don't know, Andy gets grabbed and they're, they're rushing away and they like uh, comically like sneak past a window. Like if you were doing like a bad, like boom, 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 boom past the window (laughs) and they've got like andy kind of cuddled to him and like from i don't know 15 feet away lily looks out the window and goes like 
oh my god mr roller and bubba are trying to steal andy i'm like how did she see that but anyway <laughs> dean kane <laughs> springs into action and i believe says at this point game saving tackle instead of like i don't know i'll just go confront those two just like walk out and be like hey guys why why do you have my daughter's um hedgehog and and instead (laughs) rushes out there and does like i don't know to call it a tackle is to well but you're skipping the most important part like if you watch the trailer of this movie it is the only scene that you're like yeah it looks okay he's holding a bag of chips (laughs) and like throws it up slow motion chips go everywhere (laughs) and then he starts running and does like this like (laughs) bad shoulder tackle which i mean again he's tackling like a 60 year old man so i don't know maybe you can't be too harsh with him (laughs) well thank god he already dropped the hedgehog because i mean like can you imagine how badly that it could go he just falls on the hedgehog and like you're like oh (laughs) i watched this this part of this show like four or five times trying to figure out i'm like is he holding the hedgehog so when he falls it looks like he is holding the hedgehog and drops the hedgehog but i almost want to say maybe like they cgi'd the hedgehog in because i'm like that maybe where all their cgi money went (laughs) you can't see his hands but like literally the hedgehog like flies into the air i'm like i mean it's not it's not like very far in the air it's only like a foot but i'm like that doesn't seem safe for the hedgehog but uh let's be frank humane society was not nowhere near the set of this so uh he tackles him (laughs) um bubba i don't know just kind of stands there uh and dean kane triumphantly walks over and sets his foot on top of roller while lily runs out to grab andy who has magically turned into a rock um when she runs out and grabs andy it's not andy it is a rock i looked at it several times it's not a hedgehog um played it for my wife she's like i don't think that's a hedgehog i'm like i think it's a rock i think they just have a stand-in for andy at this point for some reason and it's a rock well, they probably have to take him back to the exotic <laughs> that day. Um, which this is the point where we get Saint elsewhere because the cheerleaders are cheering in the background for his game-saving tackle, and his wife runs out in a cheerleading outfit. Yeah, and, she did, <laughs> and she looks at him and says, "Have I always been wearing a cheerleader outfit?" And he says, "You have in my mind." And this is all a figment of my imagination while staring directly into the camera. At which point I'm like, <laughs> yeah, wait, what did, did this entire movie happen mind? in Kane's mind? Like, did he have a nervous breakdown? And this is, is what, um, he does work. I, and then it goes into a voiceover of like, you know, all this thing. And my favorite line is, and the cheerleaders assumed they had just made it up. So apparently all three of these cheerleaders got together and like, do you remember that weird four days where we thought Andy could talk? Like, what were we thinking? Like, it's weird that not only did we think that, but your dad thought that, your mom thought that, your sister thought that. We took it to school, assuming it could talk. What were we thinking? At which point I was I mean, they did in science obviously i was like looking up the writer i'm like what else has this dude done because (laughs) seriously that is the laziest line i can possibly think of 
I mean, I think the reality though is if this entire movie, like if they ended a little bit better and the entire thing had just been like Dean Kane having a nervous breakdown, <laughs> that would actually make this a better movie and make the entire movie make a ton I, more I, sense. Like the last scene could be well written. In my, head, <laughs> in my head, this movie we were just saying elsewhere. At some point, yeah, like Dean or Dean Kane is in a a mental hospital and they're like, What's he thinking? They're like, I don't know. I just don't know what's going on in there. <laughs> and they walk out of the room and flip the light off. Uh-huh. Like that would have been a better ending. Like a hundred percent better ending. And it and then you could have like every single thing that you're like, well that's dumb. It doesn't make any uh, sense. You're like, yeah, oh, he's in a coma. Yeah. And then we get to the crazy credits. Oh God, these are so <laughs> terrible. It's just it's just whiskers and and Andy doing their best Statler and Waldorf, which is not very good over the credits of like, you know, oh, there's Dean Kane. He used to be in, you know, Superman. He hasn't worked in a while. He must be really looking for that paycheck. Um, and I, <laughs> like, the weird thing is, is that Dean Kane has, I mean, like eight movies or shows or something I, coming out. He's not uh, not working. They, I'm like, he might not be doing like, they, you know, they might be movies, all but... of this caliber, as far as I can tell. <laughs> but he's busy. I... <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's all that like, oh, that's Maven. She really did hit Colleen's car. And but my favorite is um, who plays who plays uh, Tori? What is her name? She's she's not even on IMDb. It was like Kylie or something like that's Kylie. She says praise Jesus a lot. (laughs) Like on this set, what is she talking about? Like (laughs) food trucks here, praise Jesus. Like (laughs) there was no food truck. Like I I mean, I there was sandwiches. it's possibly like an ice cream truck Dude, this was catered in the same way that like a kid's soccer game is like we got Capri Sun praise Jesus and ordered pizza <laughs> can we talk about like I completely forgot this but do you remember when like they started out the movie and it was a beautiful sunny day outside and they're out oh, cleaning and gutters and then like they, they walked into the front yard and it was so foggy that you could only see like 15 feet. You're like, oh, oh, guys, watch out. Pyramid Head is right behind that garage. Like, uh-huh. All right. Well, before we wrap this up, I think we need to, to talk about the fact uh, that we went just 30 minutes over how long this movie actually is. It's the Turner only way you can behind do this. you dancing. <laughs> makes sense he's probably hungry he is very um, hungry so so joel paul rising is the uh producer director uh voice. <laughs> the voice of mr whiskers and andy the talking hedgehog uh, does he have any other credits in this movie no <laughs> but no he uh he what's his company's uh, name uh the uh, uh, Hollywood is anywhere, Hollywood or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this dude is a like. I went to film school, and what I learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his thing. I went to film school, and I learned in film school how to make movies that make money. So if you want to, if you want to make a movie that makes money, take my course, and I will teach you how to make money. But you can also hire me as a consultant. And I can do script writing for you. I can direct for you. Like the only thing I can't do is help you raise money, but I can help you like write a 
a uh, write a script that will or write a you know business plan that will help you raise money. Um, oddly enough, he's credited in on the IMDb for being Whiskers, but as Beeble Brock's no, no, Blaze, that is the which... name of the cat. The cat. Oh. Uh huh. Oh, so he's uncredited yes. for doing those voices. Yeah, you know that, that actually makes a lot more sense, and that's about the only name I would ever name a sphinx cat. And, but and his, uh, his company you know, is uh, Be Your Own Hollywood. That's right. It's it's really good. This dude has produced twenty seven movies. So he's written twelve of them, though. Aren't we excited about that? <laughs> I think we really like like soon. We probably need to to find one that he wrote and directed, and uh, there are did, twelve of them, and do that. Although six or five of them are either in post production or filming. I bet you Fraternity House. Is oh real man, good. I'll bet you that's problematic. Uh, did uh, he do a dog for Christmas? <laughs> He did do so a dog for Christmas. Wrote, did he direct it? I can't Probably. find the director writer. Why? Goodness. Uh, no, he did not. Interestingly enough, oh, he just wrote. Odd. It. It's not showing me a director on this one. Yeah. Oh, Dean Cain's in that. Oh, Dean Cain, Richard Carn, and, and Dustin is Diamond. Where I'm leaning on because, like, I mean, that's got Al Borland and Screech in it, as well as Superman. There's no way that can't be episode two. <laughs> Janet Kane is also in it, but she appears to be unrelated to uh, to Kane. Fraternity House. I've I've only been to one fraternity you know, frat house party, admittedly. So take that with what you will. But I am looking at the cover or the poster for um, Fraternity House, and there is no way those girls are getting anywhere no. near that guy at. <laughs> he paid them a lot of money. Also, I, and even then, they might have like seriously gone. I don't know. <laughs> the, the girl who played Tina is also in uh, the Dog for Christmas. Oh well, then yeah, this sounds... is a, a true winner. I, well, looks... and you know, you got crossover potential with your Christmas thing. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to point out that. Oh wait, so uh, mm-hmm. Fraternity House is also called College Animals Three. Uh, I haven't seen the first two, but uh, the Blu-ray is from three dollars and fifty-five cents and up. <laughs> Wow. Um, so the, uh, this, this Santa Claus, a dog for Christmas had a quarter million dollar budget. I'm wow. real interested to see what, uh, what, what John Paul Rising can do with a quarter million paid. dollars. I mean, I would guess Richard Karn. I mean, like, I, I but guess he actually gets a pretty good check. Dude, dude Maybe, did yeah. uh family feud for a ton of years. Like I, yeah. I'm very excited yeah. to see it. I'm super excited. To um, see it. So is that, is that episode two? It is on Amazon Prime. Yes. Are we anyone familiar with Tampoon? What? <laughs> it's what you ladies use, right? exactly hang on when miranda makes bad decisions about her love life a possessed tampon enters to take care of business episode three (laughs) i'm in i there aren't words really uh i don't know if um alexandra august has um done anything besides this movie but i this is the pinnacle of her career she it's sadly stop. a short it's a seven minute um, i don't yeah. think we could watch it anyway one thing i should also bring up while we're talking about 
about uh, Joel Paul Rising is, you know, he played the cat in, in yeah. the credits, right? And at least three times he hit on people in the credits huh. pretty hard, which uh-huh. is real yeah, creepy. He says hubba 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 mm-hmm. to uh, Tara Reid. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, so Tara I guess Reed was the most famous person he had ever met. What do you expect? <laughs> probably, probably. All right. So uh, I think we're, we're going to uh, give these movies uh, an OMG rating, I believe is what we, we decided on. Okay. Um, so, so Colby, if you, how many, how many OMGs would you give this movie out of 10? And, and what we were talking about is like, like this is on a, not on a scale of how good a movie it is, because obviously this movie is how... terrible, but like how, how how likely would you be likely to recommend this this to a friend and say oh my god you should watch this because it's so bad so the funny thing is is after the first watching of it i would have said like i don't know like four cuz it's just kind of like a Same. mediocre like it's a it's a family movie that is not good like i honestly think given a half hour i could probably rewrite this and make it better it felt very first drafty and then i watched it a second time and I was like, oh, no, this is a whole nother level that I missed the first time um, to which I probably would put this up with like a probably only like a six. Um, yeah. It's not one of those things. That it's not the room where you're like, hey, we need to clear some time out. You've got to see this. Um, it's not that insane. It's mostly just they made a lot of bad decisions and a lot of weird decisions on this. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with a solid, like if you like bad movies, give it a go because it is, but you know, like maybe wait until it hits Amazon prime because like, you probably don't need to spend $4 for it. <laughs> if you spend five, you can get it in. Uh, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> do you think it would have improved on it? Um, you know, I, I will say I, that maybe you would have seen like the green screen stuff better. The <laughs> transfer was, you know, that's actually a really good point. I bet you HD would have actually been worse. Like that's, <laughs> that's one of those movies that actually is probably better, a little bit fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of shocked about how bad the, I don't want to say transfer because it wasn't on DVD, but like there were a couple scenes in here that were compressed, mm-hmm. like a lot, like really compressed. Like you could noticeably you see. You couldn't the, afford the, uh, you know, like when you, when you download stuff, it's. <laughs> it how, how many OMGs would you give this movie honey um i think if you have kids and like bad movies that this is it's a it's a decentish family film well, that you could suffer through with kids, yeah <laughs> I, it's, kids you know, this movie? Uh, um i think it was entertaining i mean it's, it's i don't know the kids like kids are dumb. Animal that's a good movies. point i've got one they're pretty and, dumb <laughs> you want you know they like all the talking dogs and stuff so i don't really understand yeah. it but so i mean like it's like when you could watch together i'm not you know like most bad movies you're, i don't you're not sitting down really. to watch the room with your 10 year old yeah i don't no. think you're gonna do that so i mean like this is you could make fun of it together um well, you know <laughs> i would say like sex but, scene in 10 minutes <laughs> well tommy Wiseau really likes the way like, his ass looks <laughs> I would say that there are probably a lot of like six or yeah. seven year olds that uh-huh. would probably think this movie was pretty dang good. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, so you said a, you, Colby said a six, you said a, I, I think I'd lean to like a four if you, especially if you have kids. I think you could, this like, would be four is worse. Oh, I, I, you know, but that's, I don't know if you'd want to watch it if you don't have kids. It's not bad enough. I watched no. it three times in 48 uh, hours. 
You have a two-year-old. She didn't watch it any of those times. <laughs> I watched it probably a time and a half. I, I definitely went back. Through. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Mostly, I just I think the thing that I, I'm kind of with Colby though is the the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. I was like. No, it's not. It's not a bad movie. It's just like a mediocre movie. Uh-huh. Like it's just poorly written and poorly acted, and like it's just not good. And then we started talking about it, and like <laughs> and the more I talked about it, things. and I like went back. I'm like, oh, like Bubba's mm-hmm. dance isn't some sort of like crazy thing finder. That was just like his <laughs> hidden talent that he does down at the bar. It's I'm not like, as good as Molly Ringwald's oh, that's, talent. It's not as good as Molly <laughs> talent. If Although Bubba probably, could if you're too. gonna watch it, I would say watch it with a group. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Two of the times I was by myself. <laughs> I, I would also say, like, it is yeah, only an hour and yeah. fifteen minutes long. There's no reason so, not to watch it. Yeah. It is like a little bit longer than a Law and Order. I uh-huh. <laughs> Law and Order is yeah. better. Oh yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so we've got we've, you've got a six. Colby or six for Colby, yeah. four for you. Yeah. I'm going to say probably a six I'd as say we well. Go with a solid it, five it, on this. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I yeah. to me, like the the whole like Saint Elsewhere part of it too, like raises up a little bit. Like I like the idea that this movie never actually happened. <laughs> um, it's good. It's okay. good. Col- that you're saying Colby wasted three and a half hours staring at a blank television. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's always a possibility that we're actually all just a figment of someone's imagination too. Who knows? <laughs> world's a weird and wacky place so anyway we're coming up on about two hours which is probably plenty well, um to talk about there an was hour. a lot of barking there was a little bit of barking i'll edit that out no one yeah. will ever know well now um, it's the magic of podcast. <laughs> crap i always forget uh anyway we don't know like where you can like and subscribe us yet mash that subscribe button mm-hmm. but we'll know by episode two um for now uh you'll be able to find us on itunes and, and google podcasts and um, all places that you like podcasting. So tell your friends um, that we're <laughs> there. It'll be great. Uh, and we'll be back shortly with uh, quite possibly a dog we'll for let Christmas. You know, I'm sure we'll have a Twitter or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do some tweets. Some tweets are great. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd like to say before we go, honey? Um, not that I can think of. Nothing you can call me? It was... Since Brooke stole it from my beginning. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I will write this down. <laughs> Coolios, thank you. <laughs>